podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Welcome to episode 36. Good to be back after the Christmas holidays. I hope you had a nice time. Now, before we do anything, I think first things first, take your fingers and can you please, for the love of God, give this podcast a review on iTunes. It really helped me out. Come on, 36 episodes in, only got like two reviews. Well, I haven't looked, I might have more. But come on now, please, you're doing me a massive favour, leave a review on itunes it really helps don't leave a review if it's gonna be shit only leave a good one all right that'll be your christmas present to me merry christmas and what is the christmas present in return well the gift of this joyful podcast of course oh you silly marrows i hope you had a nice christmas i had a good christmas plans being cornwall for longer but had a really good time but just felt it was time to to go feel a bit stifled i always feel a bit um the christmas periods on the whole you're not really gigging like you know christmas day and all of that so and i would get a bit restless when i'm not gigging so i think that's what it was rather than being at home so i had a great time got my brother mega drive and oh there's this game called dr robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Fucking brilliant. I mean, what beans has got to do with Dr. Buzzy Robotnik? I do not know. But as fun with that. I like, like, the dirty... Is it like synthy sounds that the Mega Drive has? Like, like, the sounds, like, Mortal Kombat and all that. It's fucking... I had a right good time. Played that with uh, my brother and his girlfriend. And then my brother's got this... Uh, Things of PlayStation 4 where you play games on your smartphone. So everyone's everyone's connected playing this game. It's great fun. Really, really good fun. Yeah, so at loads. Drank quite a bit. I had a nice time. Really expensive though, Christmas, isn't it? The time we went down there. Yeah, I was happy I was happy to get back. So me and my boyfriend had a few days together uh, before we went back to work. It's a funny old thing, love, because sometimes you get so fed up with someone and then, and I'll be honest with you, and then I worry, oh dear, does this mean that, like, you know, we don't like each other anymore? And then it's like a proper, like, like the sea coming in and out, and then suddenly a wave of, like, love and lust will be there chopping at my ankles, and everything will be the best thing ever. It's weird that, though, isn't it? Like, sometimes you just think, well, I don't know how it will not be this. And then it's not that. Yeah. Funny old thing. Brown No, Harry, don't say that. That's bad. Wow, no one knows. Well, they will know. Hypothetically speaking, if, say, I might have, you know, quite a, (laughs) like, an innocent... But, no, Harriet, don't. Don't, don't say on your podcast that you found a Tupperware container full of food belonging to your brother. Don't definitely don't say that. There were there were 
Well, then it starts out here. It's not, it's not Christmas at my household unless you found someone's loop. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Fucking hell. So, but the food, and it was really nice actually because um, my boyfriend said that our Christmas dinner was the best he'd, he'd had since he could remember, and it was great. Christmas dinner was so good this year. My dad's red cabbage is absolutely... It's just beautiful, and it gets better every year. The thing is, as well, he doesn't... He, I think he cooks a bit like me in the fact that he just whacks everything in, and hopefully not <laughs> Oh, just the reason myself here. Uh, well, I sort of cook like that, whack everything in. Um, so I've always worried each year that it won't be as good as the year before, but it's always better. So I hope, hopefully, I haven't jinxed it. The next year will take like it tastes like absolute dog shite. So yeah, saw saw some friends in Cornwall. Went on some great walks. Went on. Um, so there's this walk that that you do, and it it sort of goes through all. It's like where there used to be an old railway line. So I thought, oh, well, I'll take my boyfriend down there and then you come out by a, by a pub. So I thought, so we'll do that, come out by the pub, have a drink and some food. So did that. Forgot that, like, the, it's like, this time of year, it's night time, like, before five, isn't it? So we started it and it was just so muddy. So we were just walking for probably about an hour and a half each way through mud without being able to see a thing. But do you know what? It was so much fun. And then when we got to the pub eventually, I was like, because he was like, wait, I'm not walking this way on the way back. Uh, I was like, can we? It was really fun. <laughs> and then we did we walked on the way back. It was, it was great fun. Loads of walks. And then because cause it's such a mission to come down from Manchester way, we didn't want to do much travelling, like, in the car whilst we were down there. So we just went on loads of walks where I'm from, like, Truro. And because it's not by the seaside, you'd think that there weren't many walks. There's loads of bloody walks. I'm seeing loads of them. So that was fun. Fucking, there would have been more as well, but ugh, me and my bloody... All my best trainers on one of the walks, and I bloody shouldn't have. So we could only get so far. Do you know what I mean, fam? So, yeah, so that... So that was fun. Uh be getting back into the gigging. It's a funny one, isn't it, with like Christmas and New Year because I don't know about you guys, but I'll be like, right, this is my year, I'm changing this, I'm going into it positive. But and I definitely have tried to do that, but if your brain doesn't want to do it, your brain doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, no, right. So, But then it's slow steps. I don't think things... I don't think you could just change everything overnight. And I get I'm quite impatient. And I think some things just... Yeah, some things take time. And when things don't sort themselves out quickly for me, I, f- I fucking get in a flap. So I'm trying to take more... Because after Edinburgh last year, I only did gigs that were nearer to me and well, because I was bloody having a bloody mental breakdown, to be honest, and lost the love for it a bit. But now I just want to, so I do think, I think it's a balance because if you take loads of gigs everywhere, it's just fucking exhausting. Often, like before, I was taking a fucking gig in, 
in like Cardiff for like not a massive amount of money and just the the stress and the trouble and that just so gigs like that don't need to do them anymore but you do need to get yourself a little bit out there because this is comedy is just who seen you and in fact a friend of mine he has just done live at the Apollo and he I think he's given up he's given our comedy about three times that I bloody know of always been so talented but you know n- n- just sort of well suffered awful mental health problems and anyway so he finally because he was living in Birmingham getting down about everything giving up comedy doing comedy just getting stifled and depressed and sort of wallowing and spiraling and then he finally moved to London and he I mean, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he did a shit gig. I swear he said it was a shit gig, and randomly, an agent was at the shit gig, and his whole life was. I mean, this was now what two years? No, wasn't it? Yeah, probably about two, two maybe three years ago now. But from that to now. You know, having done live at the Apollo and all that, that's that's insane. So you do need to put yourself even though, you know, everything's chance and circumstance and and the right place at the right time, but you also need to put yourself in lots of places for one of those places to be the right place at the right time. That was quite profound, Harriet, no, I think. Sometimes, yeah, it just it's funny, isn't it? Because sometimes you can do all the stuff. You could be proactive. You could do this. You could do that. But sometimes, completely out of your hands, and whatever will be, will be. But it's not going to be in in your house swallowing, is it? So yeah, so I was trying to do more. But then one thing I went to do was, no, oh, I fucking panicked myself. I don't know how these comedians do it where they like double up and triple up. I once did. Like, out of Edinburgh you do, because, you know, you're all in the same place for out for all the day, do you know what I mean? But I once did, most I've ever done is three gigs in one night, and that was one in the day in Manchester, and then two in Chester in the night time. But bloody hell. So, I'm doing a gig on 31st Manchester. It's an early gig because usually gigs start about eight eight thirty. Well, they start early usually in London. Uh, so I'm doing a gig and it starts off seven, and then a friend of mine is doing this all sort of a charity thing for abuse and that. And I thought, do you know what? That'd be a good thing to do. So I agreed to do that. Then it turned out it was on the same day as the gig, and then they were both. I mean, the chances of two gigs are never that early. The two gigs are quite early. And even though I probably would have made it, I was stressed about it. And then I didn't want to let her down, so I said I'd do it. And then I started thinking about it more, stressing about it. But luckily, the girl that I said I'd do it for is very... <laughs> not luckily, but she's got awful mental health problems. So she just totally understood. And she was like, oh, I totally understand. I'd be stressed about getting one to one gig to the other, so, so it's fine. And then, bloody hell. Did this, so uh, had this other gig booked because, like I said, I'm trying to. It is a thin balance, a fine balance between. Because, as well, because I read this thing that there's a guy, a uh, comedian, Gus Khan, and he 
is well he's fairly new actually i think he's only been going about three years he was a teacher before but he's just taken off and he said he did none of this you know traveling hundreds of miles for 50 quid gigs which you tend to do to begin with i don't know he just sort of entered it like a badass really so that got me thinking as well to not take but you've just got to be so let anyway so i agreed to do this gig and i'd do you know what the alarm bells were ringing right in the early stages but sometimes you think as well you think well you could give a bit of work to a few people so there's a sight i'm on and uh often people just don't know how really comedy works so they'll go oh hello uh i'm looking in fact this one was like uh, i've got a pub and i'm looking for a comedian to do two 90 minute sets either so 90 minute set break 90 minute set we want one comedian to do that you're fucking having a laugh that's just not how it works especially like someone like i don't know like one of the big players in the in on the circuit on the british circuit like, i don't know sarah Millican and jason mumford or whatever could wow at a push do, do you know what maybe even not 90 minutes is a fucking long time and you can't do that in the pub. People, because people do arena gigs, and I've said this before, and do an hour, what do they do? An hour and a half. That's not that's not two 90 minute sets though. Anyway, so they think that any comedian that can come and bloody do this. So she's told, she told me this. I said, no, 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 that's not how it works. So I said, we'll put on a comedy night. So we'll have two acts. So, so you'll have two acts doing, say, half hour each so half hour break half hour and the compare will be sorting that so that'll get it up to oh still not 90 minutes no she didn't say 90 minutes yet anyway so sort this out she says there's a different because you need a different area i've i know i've said this before i've done when i was starting out doing comedy you some fucking idiot would just put on a comedy night in the middle of a pub on a friday saturday night when everyone's been working all week and just wants to sit down and have a drink with their friends and then you've got so excuse me uh, is this on uh, you listening it's just ridiculous you know you need a separate room and you need people to be committed even if it's like there's a night in nottingham and they they just charge a pound even that is more of an investment than nothing do you know what i mean so sometimes you just have a budget because you just want you know to get people in or or a night so you really need to charge but anyway this woman fucking wouldn't listen to me she said that the room's owl shaped so i thought that it's two separate bits to make the owl do you know what i mean and then she said did you have a pa system she hasn't answered me then she showed me it's like it's a karaoke, fucking karaoke machine and i'm like and i've already you know booked acts to do this night what the fuck honestly and then she showed me pictures of like, oh god, this is not gonna work in any way, shape or form. So I've had to cancel it. And I told her why. And then she's, and then because when I I thought I'd got through to her, when right at the beginning I was like, saying the two ninety minute thing, that's not gonna work. You need you need a night of it. So at least two acts to do one act, then a break, then the other act. Do you know what I mean? She's like, because that's you get more and more of that these days, just two acts. And she seemed to understand. Then she got in touch with one of the people that i'd booked and said can do two 90 minutes oh, people don't fucking listen honestly and as me and my friend were saying you'll get like because we're trying to sort of make 
more comedy nights exist and be playable. So hope that she learns, but she'll just find someone that will do it and not care about that and they'll get shit acts on and it'll be a fucking disaster. Yeah. Oh well, not my problem. So, good news. Let's have a look at the... Oh, here's some uh, some news as well. I've updated my website and there's now a new section of what's been happening. Fucking, it's bloody brilliant, you know. I'm very good at... Well, I think you're very good at doing it for yourself, right? I don't know whether you'd be good because it's like, suits you. But I made my own website and I think it's wicked. I think it's loads better than some people's... Some people have spent fucking hundreds on websites and mine's... I'd say mine is better. So, few news articles. Uh, number one, fucking hell, there's a hotel, obviously in America, where you can bloody ring up the room service and get a dog delivered to you to snuggle. Fucking that's weird. And I'm sorry to say this, but it's only a matter of time before someone tries to stick their dick in the dog. Isn't it? Am I... <laughs> Is that just my horrible thinking? Well, I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. It's just, I just think that's weird. That means as well, like, there's, like, if you stay there, because dog hair, animal hair is just a fucker, isn't it? To, to get out. So I bet all rooms are a bit doggy. I've had a dog in there. I know I don't like dogs, but got a friend who's got a lot of animals and when I'm round her house, fucking hell, my eyes and nose, everything, every orifice is bloody streaming. This is good, obviously happen, happening in Sweden, because Sweden, Sweden and Norway seem to be quite, like, pioneeric, is that a word? They just, I don't know, just seem to sort of do their own thing and they're quite sophisticated, I think. Anyway, the world's first mental health ambulance is helping hundreds of people in Sweden. I think it's brilliant. It's just going helping people in need because beforehand the police were being called, which wasn't really helping people with mental health problems because then they'd think they'd do something wrong. So this is, this is really good. I think... Well, it's one of them, isn't it? Because the world, everyone's a lot more stressed, so everyone's got more mental health problems, but then more stuff's being done. Like this texting, I think that's great, because some people, you know, just don't want to speak on the phone, so texting, that's great. And do you know what? I saw this thing about, so this guy vandalised a mosque, and then the mosque ended up paying his fine, so he got fined. Uh, and if he didn't pay the fine, he'd go to prison. He couldn't afford it, and but he was really regretful. And the mosque paid it. And then another one, some guy opened fire outside the mosque. It didn't hurt anyone or anything, but went back. But they, like, forgave him straight away. And it just goes to show that people, when people are like, oh, all Muslims, all this, all that. No, it's people. People are dicks. People that happen to be religious, most are good, just like most most people are good. It's not a religion's fault. They're not, nothing to do with like, you know, not got extremist views. I think 
Get him muddled. I didn't realise as well. Where is it? Do you know they all hugged him, the guy that shot up the mosque? Yeah, I don't know. Did you know mosque? The Beit al-Aman building at the time. And its name means house of peace. When it says when he returned to the mosque, its name means house of peace. That It doesn't mean mosque means house of peace, does it? Does it mean the particular name of that mosque? Yeah, they all forgave him. Be nice as a, if everyone got on, wouldn't it? Be nice. Did I tell you this last time I was on did this video and people were saying that that I should be bombed. Like all the girls in this video that I did should all be bombed. Like and one guy was like, That's too good for them. All I was talking about was why women if they don't want to shave, they shouldn't have to shave. And then people think that that warrants saying I should get... Well, is it? What is it? Is, is it gassed? Napalmed? What's that? Is it bombed or gassed? What's, what is that? I need to be educated in the way in which I am threatened to die. Honestly, people have such strong views on nonsense. Makes me laugh. Funny old world. Right, I'm gonna go. This being episode 36, please leave a review. I hope you're bloody well. Uh, no one emailed me, so I'm assuming that's a good thing. So I left my email if anyone was lonely over Christmas. And that email always stands. If ever anyone wants to chat or if anyone's down or anyone wants to get in touch. Uh, bipolar. No, fucking hell. What's, what's it called? Did you give the wrong email? No. Don't worry. Bipolarhappy at gmail.com That's it. Don't worry. Bipolarhappy at gmail.com I hope to hear from you soon. But then, if I don't hear from you, I'm quite happy because it means you're alright. So yeah, all the best. Thanks. Good to be back. Farewell. That was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast